0: Well, welcome everybody to the Block Valve Podcast. We're your hosts, Alex and Tucker. We're back after our, our two weeks off, and we've done some yeah. stuff <laughs> that we could talk yeah. about. <laughs> um, so uh, we um, we actually did something this past uh, weekend that I don't know how we didn't accomplish this in two years. Like it just seems either, like right? time flew by. I guess, yeah. Um, but I had never driven Tucker's Taycan before, and he had yeah. never driven the GT3 RS before. So we figured, before at least my car goes into hibernation for the winter, yeah. uh, that it was about time uh, to kind of rectify that. So I'm I'm curious to hear. You know, obviously we we're chatting in the car and stuff, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on on the car and and kind of what your impression of it was
1: well i think one of the things i've always you know for me in a sports car i've always put a lot of you know credence on the manual option and so one of the things i've kind of wondered about as a comparison between you know, these high perform. I think it's, it's like what we did was kind of perfect comparison and mm-hmm. what both offer
0: mm-hmm. in
1: terms of electric sports cars coming in the future and right. what exists today. I feel like I, 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 this is probably maybe not like completely correct. I would probably trade my Taycan for what you've got. Mm-hmm. but there's really like only a handful of cars in the world that I would trade it for to really? have an internal combustion automatic transmission experience. Right. And a lot of cars that exist, like the BMW, um, you know, M3, M5 competition sport. Like I, I recognize that they're great cars and great sports cars, but they don't offer enough to motivate me I guess and mm-hmm. I don't know how many obviously I don't think there's like probably a ton of people like me maybe that have that thought but your car is probably one of the only cars that would motivate me to do that um, <clears throat> one of the things that I've I also thought was really interesting and I'm glad that we kind of started it when I was driving just to kind of get my bearings and stuff was to just keep it in automatic. Right. And kind of let it, it do a thing for you. And, yeah. yeah. So that I can kind of get focused on, you know, it's steering and, uh, you know, mechanics things like that as we're kind of getting going on the road and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, and then I asked, you know, like, okay, so basically this thing is hunting for fuel economy and that's not yeah. the experience that we want. Yeah. You're, and in like, so, you're in
0: like seventh gear at 30 and <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's
0: like no torque. And you're, you're like, it's like, yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah, dog.
1: Like, what? <laughs> yeah, what's the point of this? Which is kind of interesting that, uh, that that's the case. But um, I will say that, you know, once you convert it into manual, like I've had a number of cars with paddle shifters and I've kind of always thought they're just silly and not. You know, yeah, they're like, know. it's like they're, just, they're they're almost
0: vestigial. You never actually use.
1: Basically, them. yeah. I mean, I do feel like there was with the Audi RS three that I had, there was some engagement with them, but that thing doesn't rev like yours does. No, and yeah, and so so that kind it's almost like remind I don't know I just feel like it's almost like a steampunk experience or something like that. <laughs> It's
0: incredibly a
1: Locomotive. Yeah. 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 And well, you mentioned it. I think um, part of it
0: is probably the sound, the lack of sound deadening. So yeah. you hear everything. You hear the gearbox whine, you hear yeah.
1: and you everything. want that. You know, mm-hmm. that is literally the purpose of that experience. And and so for from that perspective, it's amazing and i i i thank you for giving me that experience cuz it's obviously oh, know, those it's are so not, fun <laughs> yeah not super easy to come by and they don't yeah you
0: know, your, your money reaction money. was exactly what i was hoping for yeah, which yeah, was yeah. the I first was
1: time laughing. you
0: actually <laughs> hit it you're just laughing
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know and so i mean you know it's i just so i feel like in again i I probably wouldn't sell the Tycon to buy one because my use case, like you and I were talking and I thought this, then we can talk about more of this when we come to the Tycon. Yeah. But you and I have put about the same miles on our cars and we yeah. own them. Just um, roughly the same amount of time. Roughly the same amount of time. And, and so my miles literally do primarily come from daily driving. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And I'll, I said to you when we were driving, like I'll completely, you know, admit this and obviously, you know, we got a kiddo now and we're just, and then this year we've been insanely busy around the property and stuff with projects, but I don't tend to take the Tycon out a lot for joy rides. Um, I think when I bought it, it was kind of my intention that I would, Right, but I just haven't executed on that. maybe that'll change as I've things are slowing down a little bit more in life right now, but mm-hmm. but the honest to God truth is it is more of a daily driver. And so when I kind of reflect on that and look at that, I don't know that a tycon and turbo guys is is really the probably the appropriate car for that experience. I think the mm-hmm. tycon turbo and turbo s are Really, kind of engineered for some degree of backroads driving, probably more like, um, you know, twisties and then some drag strip type stuff. I mean, certainly yeah. you could take them to the track. Um, you know, it's just you got to have EV chargers nearby or something. Yeah. To, and a new set of tires you know, ready. <laughs> yeah, definitely need a new set of tires. And so, From that standpoint, like if I had an infinite amount of money, I would love to have your car and I would probably take it out much more often Mm -hmm. for uh, joyrides because it is engaging. It's rewarding. It gets your adrenaline going. It's just like Mm -hmm. such a, in in a way, in some ways, like such a violent experience that it's like coming back for more, you know,
0: explaining to people like it is not a relaxing car to drive.
1: It's <laughs> no. it's
0: it there it's an exciting, incredibly fun, rewarding experience, but it's loud, it's yeah. stiff, the steering is yeah. twitchy because it it uh the front tires are so wide that it it, it tram tracks with any sort of grooves or anything in the road. Yeah. So you yeah. have to pay attention all the time.
1: Yeah, um, and that's and that's what I think is you, it it basically invites you to say, you can drive me, I'm relatively safe, but you need to be on as a driver. Right. You can't, it's like a weapon almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you like, got to respect what just, it can do. You, yeah. You can't fiddle around with this thing um, yeah. and take it to 10 tenths because you're going to be in a ditch, you're going to be flipped or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it demands respect. And I think... Right um it's also engineered to like let you go to the limits feel the limits experience the limits whereas you know the tycon on the other side other side is kind of a bank vault Mm -hmm. um it it kind of hides it hides it some of that like the limits and the edge with a lot of engineering magic Mm -hmm. um and that's cool but it's also like literally feels like you're on like a maglev train or something which is yeah which is fun it is yeah, definitely right. fun but it's not um it's just not the same experience
0: yeah you're you're in like the what is it the shinkansen the, like the bullet train in japan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're just flying <laughs> along silently yeah,
1: completely silent just looking out the window just launching by yeah yeah
0: <laughs> no that's cool man i i really loved I really loved getting you in there to drive it. I knew you're kind of nervous about it because yeah. it it is a it's a bit of a intimidating car to get into. I mean the the buckets are super deep. It oh, sits I didn't,
1: real I didn't low. prepared for that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I down and I'm so used to getting into the daikon it's like well yeah the seats are low and it's like no 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 they're not low (laughs) yeah yeah gt3 rs
0: (laughs) yeah you know so it's there's a lot about it that that is it it's intimidating so but it was fun like once you start getting comfortable with it
1: it's just like and then you you realize like
0: you realize how addicting it is addicting it is like yeah just once you get above like five thousand RPM. How fast the engine, I mean, it's so responsive. Yeah. The revs like climb so quickly and, and it's, that sound is very addicting.
1: <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the difference between like when you're in takeoff and landing of an aircraft, like it's engaging. Shit's mm-hmm. moving around, mm-hmm. you feel you're pushed back into your seat or you're pushed forward into your seat. Like right. noises are happening. You're like, I could die. Draw that in and, then, and then you get up to cruising altitude and you're just yeah. kind of silently sitting there and you just hear a low roar um, of noise, yeah. but you're yeah. at peace. And it's kind of like, in a way that's like the difference between our cars. It's like mm-hmm. your car is takeoff and landing. And my car is like, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. it's the flight in between. Altitude, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah.
0: That's a, that's a great analogy. I never thought of it that way. The violence and the fury is, <laughs> is, yeah, it, yeah. It, that is, you know, the, your car is really interesting. Like one, I still think, like I told you, they absolutely nail the design and in yeah, white a great looking
1: car. with <laughs> your, totally with your
0: spec, it's it. such a great looking car. Um, and, but it's, you know, we talked before about, um, in our episode where we talked about like our kind of dream garages and what we would want. And I I kind of come back to the idea of having a very specific use case. Like Mm -hmm. I think if I were to get a car that I didn't know exactly what it is for in my life, I just wouldn't end up using it. Mm -hmm. You know, like my, my BMW, I know is to drive to work every day. You know, my wife's Volvo is to haul shit around you know, mm-hmm. the 911 is a point A to point A car. Like I've never yeah, driven yeah. it to work. I've I've never we've never taken it out to dinner and and left it parked in a parking lot. Like that car is because now that you've driven it, you I think you, you probably understand yeah. how pointless driving that thing to dinner would be. Can you imagine your wife <laughs> trying to get out dressed <laughs> up nicely and heels or whatever? Yeah, just,
1: yeah, trying to get like, it into shitty parking lot lot. Yeah it would just approaches. be yeah just yeah. be stressful. So, not so anytime no.
0: people ask me like oh are you going to drive it into work or you know i've had people ask me like oh do you you know like they kind of ask me how i use it i'm like i literally it leaves the garage i drive yeah. where i want to drive and then it's back in the garage um yeah which i think probably for some people seems wasteful because it's a car and you just you know you should use it more than that but like that it is exactly what it's for for
1: me at yeah. least
0: um
1: yeah Makes and a lot so of sense.
0: and so the Taycan <coughs> is is almost the exact opposite of that um mm-hmm. as you kind of alluded to so like that car is to me the absolute perfect daily driver if that's you know, if it's your only car, you could, it could easily do that. Mm -hmm. And if, if you have an appropriate charge network, I cannot imagine a better GT cruising car.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, cause you, you're right. It is like a vault. It it actually reminds me of like, um, being in like a Mercedes G wagon or something where it's just like, you feel the mass of the vehicle around you. You feel cocooned and protected.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it and definitely feels like a vault. Yeah, it feels... it, it feels got it, insulated glass and just, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's silent, if you right. want it to be.
0: And and the, and the you know, Porsche build quality is such that everything feels nice and solid and, like, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be cockroaches and Thai conflict. you know. On, yeah. On the, on the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, like, there is a serenity in that kind of feeling and then you add in just the silence of it. And I'm like, this would be amazing. This is the kind of car that you drive to and from work and you can be in traffic, you can, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're listening to your music, you're listening to a podcast, and it's just serene. You know, and so yeah. you you get to work and you're not tired, you're not worn out, you know, you're actually like relaxed
1: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, or you yeah. you know not necessarily well, that, your destination and that's kind of why i think you have you've had your attraction to the tycon primarily in terms of the cross turismo or the uh, sport turismo right um, because then you're really like you're dialing up the the daily driver function, I, yeah. especially because in like a, ct4 uh, Mm -hmm. sport turismo you know four. you got all-wheel drive Mm -hmm. you got a little more space in the back like
0: just because for me that car the the use case if we come back to that is it's a swiss army knife Mm -hmm. i need you know it's going to go to V and get groceries it's going to you know i can stuff a, a dog or two in the back to go to the you know to the vet if we need to like it can it can do outside of like getting through a foot and a half high snow drift, you know, yeah. it's
1: it's getting everywhere.
0: And um and that's cause that's how I would use it. Like in my mind, yeah. if I thought I was buying one, that's how I'd use it. And so yeah. I can see where for you the struggle comes in in terms of like actually going out and driving the thing because you know you've got you've got a decent amount of overlap for the going out and driving for fun with the 2002. So yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. it's like,
0: okay, do I take the Taycan or 2002 on a nice Sunday morning? You know, so, so yeah. you've got competition there. And yeah. then on the other There's, side, you know, you've got competition with driving it to and from work because you've got your, your truck and the yeah, truck is really just, really you know, crappy
1: weather or
0: yeah, you, you, you don't know, have to give a shit about
1: Well, yeah. And like there are some days, you know, I I don't know if I've ever said this (laughs) on the podcast, but I sometimes I'll be, I'll just be like, you know what, I'm going to hit the dump on the Uh way home. And so I'll have in the back, like a bunch of scrap steel, Uh or wood or bricks. Right. And I'm sure most, one of my colleagues caught me one time. He's like, what is in the back of your truck? (laughs) (laughs) I even one time at, uh, the hospital had my bobcat stump grinder in the back and I still parked it in the nice area where the nine elevens park and they all parked yeah. the far away from me.
0: You gotta look like
1: who is this guy? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> But so I think that's that is where if I had to kind of look at things and say, okay, well, why isn't the TyCon getting driven more? Well, you've got a car that occupies two yeah. different use cases and isn't—it's yeah. it, it's competing with—it's uh, competing with two other cars that have a very. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, We're the 2002
0: is ago. even more niche. So, like, you really are only going to use it for those <laughs> no, Sunday drives, really, yeah. and, and and
1: definitely uh, a point eight, A to point A. And
0: the truck and the truck is never—you're not taking that on a back road drive. So, like, no. those yeah. two cars are very solidly in their little lanes,
1: and the yeah. Tycon's
0: trying yeah. to straddle both, and it ends up just not getting used. Um,
1: yeah, and that's kind of where I, you know, had had interest in trying to find a modern day sports car with a manual. I uh, mm-hmm. thought long and hard about an M3, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I just, I tried to talk myself into the looks, but. I just, I don't, I don't know that that car is going to age super well. It may, it may yeah. literally be like a amazing, Everybody will look back and be like, I was, that that was BMW at their peak. I don't think yeah. that's going to be said, but it might.
0: Well, and it's so funny, like the, 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 well, not to jump ahead to a conversation we're going to have about the leaked M2, but some of the comments I saw regarding it were like, yeah, this is going to be like the M3 where everyone's like, Oh my God, it's horrendous. And then two, three years, everyone's like, Oh yeah, actually it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah maybe yeah but um i i think i'd like to have something and so that beds begs the question you know do i <clears throat> end up keeping that tycon mm-hmm. in the long haul maybe i mean mm-hmm. everything's getting so much more expensive now like it might be somehow an inexpensive car <laughs> right yeah when all this inflation stuff is sorted out but um but no i think you're right it's Probably the other thing is just, um, you know, deciding like, obviously when you get something new, you're, you're kind of more reluctant to want to drive it. And you, you mm-hmm. still haven't gotten your first, you know, door ding and something. And right. I'm sure as those things pile up over the years, I'll probably just be like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm just going to take the Tycon I you know, more. The, Yeah. It's got some patina now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I certainly, it's such a, it, you know, it's such a pretty car and it's in such good shape. I certainly understand like the reticence to want to use it. It's, I have the same feeling like when, when I've just washed my car, I'm like, I know it could be the perfect well, night, and
1: I'd be like, oh, I, don't the wash. I know. And that's the thing, you <laughs> know, you and I, we do do a lot of hand washing. Yeah. And, and so it takes time, that, I mean, it takes me
0: an hour to wash the car like
1: properly. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you're like, I don't really want to get it caked in bugs, which go yeah. up a lot more on a white car. I've oh, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, especially I, when you're uh using launch control, that seems to yeah. really suck the bugs.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you and I both neither of us have cars like white and black cars, neither one is good for like like you, <laughs> no. you have bugs that show up everywhere. I have like any tiny water spot,
1: <laughs> yeah, that, you know,
0: shows exactly, up, yeah, um, but you know, I will say so, you know, that that's kind of like that was my initial thoughts on, Mm -hmm. on getting in the car, but you driving it is, is actually really fun. I I never actually driven an uh, EV besides my brother-in-law's ID four. So, you know, which is obviously a very different car. That's kind of more of a crossover. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so I have to say like, one, like the little spaceship sound it makes is yeah, super yeah, yeah. fun. Like it is like, the <laughs> yeah, I one. think so. Um, cool. I, I got a kick out of that is like, I just wanted to be like engaged, you know, when you hit the, give <laughs> <laughs> the throttle, Yeah, exactly. uh, and, but we, um, when we took it for a drive, what I was really amazed about is you feel the weight, but the handling was incredibly impressive. Um, yeah. you know, that, and that's where I, I think Porsche really does set itself apart from, from Tesla. And, uh, you know, I, I can't speak for, for, I've heard Lucid's handle extremely well, but, you know, that thing, we, we I intentionally drove the same route that you drove in the RS mm-hmm. um, because I know those corners and I know how the car, I know how my car feels going through those corners, uh, mm-hmm. spiritedly, let's say. Um, and the the really the only difference I noticed and I told you this uh when, when we were driving is that you know you I I could confidently take those corners just as quick in your TyCon as I was in the RS. The only difference is you can feel the uh the car kind of leaning on its sidewall and the outer tires on, on mm-hmm. a tight on a tight corner and and but the the magic that they have done with that suspension to keep things flat and the torque vectoring and all that sort of stuff. I I mean, it just goes, it just pulls right through the corner. It's, it's really amazing. And then the instant torque coming out of a corner, once you've got the car straight, you're just gone. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah. It Um, all does it. It, what seems like it does it very effortlessly.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, when we turned out of your neighborhood onto the road, going up the hill there, you know, I know I've, I've, you know, blasted up that hill before in, in my car, and going from, say, 30 to 60 uh, up that hill, if you're accelerating, in my car, there is a whole lot of noise, a whole lot of, you know, there are a whole lot of sensations <coughs> that are mm-hmm. happening. And in your car, I, you know, I didn't go full throttle, because, I mean, I had more respect for it than that, because... I was yeah. uh, getting used to it, but even at like, you know, whatever it was, half throttle, two thirds throttle, you feel, you feel a sensation in your stomach when you get on the throttle, like kind of like a roller coaster taking, you know, when it really launches, you feel that being pushed back in the seat and you look down and you're doing 70 and you're like, Oh, I know I've, I've got to slow down. <laughs> you know, I know it, it was, and I've been in, I've been in Tesla, so I, I know that party trick but it is very, it is very striking to me, like how easily you can get into trouble with that car. I it Reminded me, Tell me about it. It reminded me <clears throat> when I was uh, in high school. My mom got a seven series BMW, and this was like, you know, a, it, it was kind of similar, like a bank fault. Super quiet. It's meant for you know, executive. You know, cruising yeah. and stuff.
1: Executive and, travel.
0: <laughs> yeah. And she she when she first got the car, she was constantly accidentally, significantly speeding on the highway. Yeah. She, she would she would kind of, you know, get on the gas on the on-ramp. And it was so quiet that when she got on the highway, you know, she'd look down and she's doing significantly. <laughs> I
1: know. And, and then, I'm like,
0: I would do this all the time. Like I would, I would be so it would be so tough for me just running around town to not be like instantly doing 50 everywhere.
1: I know. And that's one of the things, you know, I've recognized with the car is you, you literally can just like teleport spaces. Yeah. And um, you've not pretty much, well, where we live, there's there, there's there actually are a bunch of EVs, but the, mm-hmm. still the bulk of cars are internal combustion. And mm-hmm. so I think a lot of people make predictions about, where you're going to be assuming right. you have similar power right and so that's kind of one of the things i've yeah <clears throat> there's to been at very least a couple of, well there's been a couple of times where like i've thought like i could really just get on it and you know mm-hmm. zip in front of some people and stuff but i've also kind of had a couple of experiences where i realized if i had done that i would have been in a space that someone thought was an open space at the same time right. Um, be- right because of how quickly it just like teleports yeah and people don't expect that and so all of a sudden they're like oh i just passed that car on the on ramp right. like i'm good to get over now and it's like no the tycon would be gone right. occupying that space and accelerating and it's like so it's one of those things you know and In in kind of daily driving, you do really have to kind of pay attention to your speed uh, just, Mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of help people not be surprised by the car in ways that could create an accident or something. I
0: think that's going to be a really big learning curve because I think for the history of the internal combustion car, at least in recent memory, I think a lot of times... You just correlate size with speed. So the bigger the car, the slower you assume it's going to be. You know, some mm-hmm. little sports car thing, you assume that's going to be quick. You know, some, uh, you know, full size Chevy Suburban, you assume, well, that's not that quick. But
1: yeah, the
0: EV landscape <coughs> is going to really change that completely. You, when you've got, you know, an 8,000, yeah, that, think
1: that, about that. Though, that the that
0: can, three seconds
1: to yeah. six, or Rivian exactly. Can, the know, same stats. Those are the same stats as the Tycon. So yeah, now you've got you know a six thousand truck
0: that can you know get yeah, into that makes, space similarly
1: really quickly. Yeah, and people might not be as cognizant of that. Like, well, I can I can go that fast. So I, I think yeah. there's going to be some unexpected accidents. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, if they don't if they don't respect that.
0: Well, and I've also I've heard of a, a phenomenon. Uh, I've heard a couple of people talk about this where like um, one of the people I heard talking about it, he, he said his, his wife got a new, uh, there's a model three and he's like, she's the, like the most chill or no, it was a must, it was a Mustang Mach-E, the performance.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And he's like, his wife is totally like not an aggressive driver. Totally like, well, we'll get there when we'll get there. He's like, she turned into an asshole when she yeah. had that ability to instantly zip yeah. in and out of traffic and it's silent. So like you don't seem like as yeah. much of a jerk by like, you know, you're darting in and out of traffic, but you're not making a lot of noise. Like you know, yeah. sports,
1: sports cars that are doing that. well. And the nice thing is with those, like at least there's a little bit of anonymity. I mm-hmm. know of only one other Tycon in town. And yeah, so I'm driving knows. like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows
0: that I'm an asshole yeah. So you yeah. can't drive like that. Anymore. I am I am in the same predicament. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, what uh one of uh, our buddies or one of a mutual friend of ours uh saw me out driving and he uh yeah. he, <laughs> he 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 said he, at work the next day he's like he's like uh he's like that was you coming down the road. Uh, he's like I Saw you driving last night. I was like, Oh, I thought that was you, and you know, in your car. And he and uh, he's like, Yeah, he's like, I, I saw a black GT3 RS. I figured, Well, there can't be more than one of those in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nope. was, you know, my wife and I were out for a drive, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, so I mean, the Taycan was unbelievably quick, handled, I mean eerily well for a six whatever it is six thousand pound car um and again i just think this in in a world in which we have improved ev infrastructure this is i would very happily have a car like that or or one you know like like you said like a sport tourism or something like that as a daily driver because it just you yeah. know that's ex- that's all you need. Like that it, it yeah. fits, it ticks every single box you need and you're doing it all quietly, comfortably. Um yeah. I don't I don't yeah. need my daily drive. I have kind of come around to that realization that like
1: Well, and I think I don't need a right. loud
0: shouty daily
1: driver. Yeah. And I think part of that though is because when we were <clears throat> younger, you really had to pick, you had to you have one car. One car. Yeah. And so it had, it was, it had like, to be you just kind of dialed up. Okay, what do you what do you want it? You want it more a sports car, and so you mm-hmm. and I pick loud, kind of mm-hmm. obnoxious. Cars. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and now we can kind of segregate those things. And yeah. Now, now you that's get the really nice. You know?
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. You get the the. Um, we're fortunate enough to be able to have cars for purposes. Um, yeah instead of being like, okay, yeah, like well i i can i can i have space for one car i can only afford one car so i want to have a sports car but it also needs to get me to work every day and be reliable and it also yeah. needs to deal with the snow. it's like i sold it's the exact reason i sold my s2000 and bought an sti when i moved up here yeah it's like yeah. well i can only have one car and an s2000 in the winter in minnesota seems like a terrible idea so
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i kind of it's like when i had the the s5 -hmm. Audi is like, this is a great car. I really love this car, but it is not at all practical.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a two-door sports coupe is not (laughs) a
1: practical car. I love that car. You know, but then, so then you kind of compromise, and that's okay. I'll look at the, you know, the BMW 335. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more of a, Sedan. Yeah, four doors, yeah. Four door, it's kind of like more of more get you around town, put stuff in the back, yeah. and go to Lowe's, get some stuff I'll, in the
0: back. I'll still never, I'll still never let you live down by an automatic,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> uh, but the, the one thing, the one other thing <laughs> we did at the TICON that I, I did want to mention is we did the you have, you have a strip of road, uh, kind yeah. of. kind of outside your neighborhood, but not before you get to the main road. And it's basically just a straight strip of road between two farm tracks. And uh, we we did do a launch, (laughs) which is, you know, the kind of infamous EV party trick. And uh, it's incredibly (laughs) easy to do. Uh, The car, there were a couple of things that were pretty remarkable to me about it is, is one how good the traction control system is because i i heard and felt very little wheel spin
1: yeah i agree um, i've really never heard any uh which maybe is, a little bit of just kind yeah. of like a little bit of catching here and there and yeah depends on temperatures and stuff but otherwise yeah it's like i mean that's pretty, pretty much remarkable planted. for the
0: amount of power that's being sent and granted it's yeah. you know to to all four wheels but like that's pretty remarkable so but the feeling of it you do have yeah. to be ready because if your head's not yeah. if you don't have yourself braced against the back of the seat <laughs> the, the car will <laughs> brace you
1: <laughs> the car will do it yeah. for you very quickly <laughs>
0: uh, yeah very quickly and uh you know we didn't get up to a high like yeah. top speed i didn't i wasn't going to be crazy about it but just the, the sensation that zero to yeah literally whatever, like 50
1: I, or something. Yeah. It's is, like the Millennium Falcon, like when yeah, the stars just, just like kind of go into big yeah, long lines. You're going into like hyperspace. <laughs> it feels like your eyes are going back, and you're getting a little tunnel. So engine, the pulling
0: the, some G's. the feeling of it, I told you, was the exact same feeling that I had when I test drove the McLaren 720s. Sure. Um, yeah. Just the the absolute savage acceleration, and you. Have to be prepared for it. You have to know it's coming. Even then,
1: yeah.
0: your eyes go slightly out of focus.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Yeah. You.
0: <laughs> um, so I. I mean, I. I loved it. I. The thing well, is, I think
1: I've owned that car what now two almost is yeah. it yeah going on two years now yeah two going years because yeah. I I've, I've, probably, I've got the RS for two years as of this month probably launched it maybe like five or six times yeah <laughs> it, you would think you'd do it more often but it's like it is so violent and not it's not comfortable like no it's not I comfortable just not do that at a at leaving high V or a grocery store
0: yeah yeah no
1: it's not comfortable it just is you
0: know it is yeah. to kind of scare your in-laws and you know yeah yeah <laughs> but the you know ultimately I think that car it's it did a couple of things for me. One, it solidified my mind that I think EVs um have a a very real place in my future like car. Experience and that I could very e- easily see happily driving an EV as a daily driver. Mm-hmm. That being said, it also solidified in my mind that until battery tech gets yeah, improves and we can get lighter cars, like mm-hmm. sports car EVs, I probably will never own one as like a sporting fun yeah. car, um, just because. You know, what I get out of, what I want out of a car like that, an EV just cannot provide. It doesn't matter. I mean, it could be a Remac Navara. It, it doesn't matter the horsepower. It doesn't matter how shockingly quick it is. Like, you put that car, drive the same road in that car versus my RS. The RS does everything that I want out of that that specific experience, you know, the sound, yeah, I, with, <clears throat> the fury.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's kind of where, you know, when you when you look at the the lineup of Porsche's offerings, there is there's so many damn options and combinations mm-hmm. for the eleven. Yeah, yeah. it's literally like you can pull a suit jacket off and have them customize it to fit you. Mm -hmm. and precisely what you want. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that is really kind of cool that they offer that breadth of customization. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that you can have these wildly different experiences, like, you know, the new GT three RS out, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously they're looking at electrifying the 718. It sounds like Mm -hmm. there's more to come. Um, it's, but but you're still going to have. I remember I was watching Harry's Garage. I think it was, he was reviewing a 911 uh, GTS. Mm-hmm. And it was just, they were out, you know, <clears throat> doing a little bit of shenanigans. And mm-hmm. uh, they came up behind a Ticon. Mm-hmm. And he started saying, because he's like, here's the thing you got to know about a Ticon. Um, and actually, it was a Sport Turismo, which I thought was really kind of cool for us oh, cool. or something. Mm -hmm. And um, so he basically was like, with emissions requirements in the European Union and now with Brexit, their own emission requirements, Mm -hmm. the fleet needs to have a certain average. Um, And that's probably why maybe the GT3 RS in automatic form is so doggy is because Mm -hmm. they can then claim like, here's its emissions. And you basically, you know. Emissions and
0: uh, emissions and the EU, the EU also has uh, sound requirements. Mm, sure. So they do. They have drive-by mm-hmm. tests, and so I think part of part of why the exhaust has valves uh, and why it's so doggy and you don't get a pitch change and it doesn't get loud until mm-hmm. four thousand RPMs is so that you can they can pass that up, test.
1: Pass that test, yeah, yeah. He, anyway, so he kind of looked in the camera and was like. You know, somebody buys a Tycon because of funky math and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. We, we, they can produce one of these, you know, and have the fleet emissions. Yeah. 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 So like, and I think that's kind of getting at the, um, you know, the, the beauty of being able to have all of these Mm -hmm. options for people. And like, what are you looking for? Tell us what you're looking for in your experience. And obviously, you know, yeah, and you know, we're, we're car car guys and most individuals shopping for cars like a 911 or something have some probably some sense. It's like, what is my driving experience? What do I want it to do for me? Mm-hmm. And then you can buy a car from them and it literally will fit that experience like a glove. Yeah, And that's exactly. pretty cool. Yeah,
0: no, I, Porsche's model lineup is extremely comprehensive in terms of you you will get you know you could have you could basically fit every use case you can imagine. There's a Porsche for it.
1: I Think so? Um, oh, I know, right? And, and so that's yeah, yeah.
0: that's pretty impressive. And it, you know, it's kind of like analogous. Your your Taycan emissions discussion is analogous to like you know when Porsche came out with the Cayenne, everybody was clutching their pearls and saying, "Oh my God!" Like Porsche this company that's never made anything but you know two yeah. door or two plus two sports cars they're making a big two-ton suv oh my god you know <laughs> for, for shame and the oh, reality yeah. is the reality is the, co- the company at that time was financially in trouble and yeah. that the success of the cayenne the best, allowed them to to just best, get so yeah. fat with cash that they can invest in developing GT yeah. cars and developing the 911 more and yeah yeah so we and get to have more fun <laughs> yeah, yeah we, exactly we get to we get the good stuff because the lady down the street bought a Cayenne to get her kids to soccer practice yeah. cool i'm that's totally fine
1: yeah and that's kind of where i think you know when you see uh the electric macan come out that is going to just be oh, you know my God. they will print money the, that's what I think. I, I honestly think that car is going to be incredibly successful for unless that. there's some
0: major software issues. The hardware is going to be what it is. Like it's going to be Porsche build quality, and they will not be able to keep those in stock. I don't think.
1: I I agree. I think think it's going to be a hard car to come by, and it's going to help you know fund our all interest in the, internal combustion. Stuff. And yeah, all the motor well, and like you said, the allow motor. the
0: 911 to go on longer, maybe without having yeah. to be hybrid or, you know, yep. hybridized but not fully EV or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, that was, it was a super fun day. Uh, yeah, glad was I was unable awesome. to do that. Um,
1: <laughs> <Pickles> I think forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I don't, I, I feel I, like that was like one of the topics that we brainstormed when we when thought we about starting a podcast. podcast.
0: It was. <laughs> yeah. Well, our original, our original idea had been, <laughs> let's try and take, let's get like a, a kind of simple recording setup on our phone with like yeah. mics, like uh, wireless microphones, pretty cool. and record like live reactions as we're driving. You know,
1: that would have been uh, actually pretty pretty, so, cool. which would have been
0: cool for sure. But uh, yeah, no, that would was just one of the like first ideas we came up
1: with. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that was one of the first ideas we came up with. So we yeah. finally made it happen. Um, I do want to mention, you know, we're you know we've. That that was, you know, took up a lot of our time, but I did want to touch on. um, There were some leaks this week of, you know, obviously one of the most hotly anticipated cars coming from BMW is the new M2 because the last generation M2, particularly the CS. um, And I want to. I
1: just want to say something before you go any further, because when you texted me this and I clicked on it, I was (laughs) I thought to myself like. I was like, I hope maybe this will be bullshit. And somebody mm-hmm. just got ahead of the league right. and this is just false information. Right, right. And I clicked on it and then I remember seeing, I don't know if it's like the X1 or the redesign on the X1 or something, but uh-huh. they did something with the lights that kind of make it look cartoonish. Yeah. Um, like one of my child's toys that, that uh-huh. she plays with. And <laughs> I saw that same look on them too, and I was like, shit. yeah
0: yeah so so this this week um you know so obviously the the m2 cs from last generation is considered one of the great m cars um so there are a lot of high hopes for this and these pictures came out so initially it was uh, a front and a rear shot um that came out uh, and then they had a. They finally got. They also got a. Um, a Pers- I'm maybe it came out at the same time. But I saw later a, a kind of a side view as well. Mm. Um, I'll I'll tell. I'll save my thoughts. What What were your impressions of this thing?
1: <laughs> well, I just I thought like I suppose. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't like so far, and I'm sure it'll grow on me because a lot of things do grow on me. But I I haven't really loved the split headlight thing. Mm-hmm. um that is on the the x7 and this you know xm
0: but that's yeah, the new, S- that's the new big SUV they announced yeah
1: yes we're we're going in that direction mm-hmm. and so the the headlights are i don't know they just kind of feel a little bit cartoonish to mm-hmm. me i don't know why I, I just that's just like my reaction yeah and then the interplay of the kind of cartoonish headlights with these grills that are very blocky mm-hmm. and then this bumper that goes for miles mm-hmm. um in the back these like haunches these rear bumper haunches yeah. which feel like they're like nine feet tall or something yeah they're it's like, like, like a massive it's overhead. like a caricature yeah it's yeah. like a caricature of um some of these features mm-hmm. and i the it's kind of like when you walk into a room where it's like trying to do it's trying to accomplish too much to be unique Mm -hmm. that it doesn't jive like it's jarring it's like a little bit jarring um and so i don't i don't love it i mean i i guess maybe we're clutching our pearls here as well Mm -hmm. in terms of what we've you know seen bmw's design and and maybe part of it is also we've been kind of cultured and you know grew up at a time where automotive there were automotive themes where Mm. it was like i mean probably audi is the most guilty of this with a single frame yeah it was like consistently there were tweaks on it but Mm. my god i mean looking you really had to kind of look hard in the rearview mirror You know, is that an A6 or an A4? It's like, they're very consistent. The only difference was one was slightly
0: longer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And now it's like, whatever the hell you want to do, like, they just all need to be different. They just all need to be different. The M3s need to have towering intakes, and these X7s need to have funky split headlights. Mm -hmm. This M2 needs these, you know, bumper haunches. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, they all just have to be unique. And then, and that's what BMWs, that is the theme, I guess, maybe, uh, right. amongst all of them is they all just have to be kind of weird and quirky. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, I don't like that. That grates on me, but that's cause I, <clears throat> you know, have, I kind of like that design language that mm-hmm. is used in most models in, in, like an automotive manufacturer. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just that's how I grew up and that's mm-hmm. kind of what I've seen and in, in my in kind of what's been attractive to me. Like basically you would you know, you you'd see like the R8, right? And you'd have right. Audi R8 and you're like, "Oh, that's amazing." Mm-hmm. And then the A4 gets kind of like the similar the same headline. LED light strips, and you're like, "Yeah, I get to partake. I get to partake." Yeah, it's a little bit of that. <laughs> and a little bit of that magic stuff. trickles down. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't have to spend two hundred grand. Where now it's just like, it's like they give a crayon to a kid and then just draw, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we could kind of use that and make some huge ass bumpers." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine, send it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. I it's. I think it is unexcusably. Is it worse than
1: the M3? Is it is it worse? Yes, it's worse. Perfect. I think it's I think it's un unec- I think it's unexcusably yeah. ugly. There's they are happy because what do you remember what they said about the M3 that oh, one yeah. in five people it may looks like fun. this. <laughs> yeah. and for the. For the the M two, they've outdone themselves because it will be one in one, ten people. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. One in ten which was people about, like this. which was roughly the ratio I saw <laughs> in reactions to this on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Um, which you is, know, I think they've got their fractions screwed up. I think
0: you're, I think you're exactly right. And in, in terms of like, this looks like it was styled by a child. There's no,
1: you <laughs> know, I don't there's know. No, I agree. Yeah.
0: There's no grace to it. There's no. There smoothness is that, or, or continuity of shape—it's like literally that
1: everything's it's just,
0: just it's blocking
1: from every angle. <laughs>
0: I, I think your your discussion, you know, your mention of being a caricature is pretty accurate. It's like, particularly with like that oversized, like the rear three, the rear quarter panels Man. coming back around the bumper, like everything just—it's like
1: <laughs> it's like
0: it doesn't. It's hard to. Describe, but it's almost like they put the wrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. the wrong like body, like the wrong body on the wrong chassis.
1: <laughs> like you they know, made it, an error. <laughs> like, yeah, it just looks mis- It looks bizarrely mismatched. Shoved those on, and here's the, the thing, right? I mean, like we we have evidence when you look at, and I, I still do think it's aged better than most people, but I mm-hmm. think collectively there seem to be a lot of people that agree that something like the Pontiac Aztec was just mm-hmm. ugly and
0: mm-hmm. it was
1: ugly back then. And it never, and it still didn't ugly. Change. Still yeah. ugly. And that's right. what I worry is going to happen with the M two and the M three is it's just going to be like, no, you know, five I out of have... six people said it was ugly back then and five out of six people still think it's ugly
0: i still think the m4 looks really unbalanced there's something about that two-door body style with the big ass grill that i think just still looks ungainly the more m3s i've seen out in the wild the more i'm like it's it's certainly not my favorite it's not pretty like the e 46 m3 was or even maybe the e92 but Mm -hmm. It's not as heinous as it was to me. This it just the proportion. The the, word the word I was looking for is ninety
1: thousand dollars. Oh God, no! I I, I know. I mean, the the word I was
0: looking for that I was struggling to find is proportions. It looks
1: disproportionate. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The proportions are all wrong, and and the best take I saw probably the the best (laughs) analogy I heard. Is so my take on it was this looks like when a Chinese car company copies,
1: yeah, does a knockoff
0: of something. Like have you you seen like the knockoffs of like Range Rovers and stuff? This is like the Chinese knockoff of what a BMW M2 should look
1: (laughs) like. Yeah, but
0: somebody said something that I thought was (laughs) even more accurate than that, and that this is what a BMW M2 would look like in Grand Theft Auto. Where they can't, they can't make it exactly right because it's a copyright infringement. So they kind of make it close. Uh. (laughs) And I was like, "This does look like a Grand Theft Auto car." (laughs) Um, Where it's just like, but but like, it's the styling of the car (laughs) is because they still have to use pixels, so it's blocky and kind of, you know, yeah, you you can't have a nice smooth you know ps3 the, you know grand theft auto yeah.
1: car <laughs> it's been it's been a real tragedy um it because is for me because i grew up with bmw so obviously yeah. i'm an enthusiast i've got a mm-hmm. 2002 i learned mm-hmm. how to drive a manual on a bmw3 series my dad yeah. owned one of the first x5s in the, in the north american market like mm-hmm. We're just that I've owned BMWs like it's just we don't currently own an X Five, handsome looking car. You it know? is a and great I, I car. Just, yeah. it's been a real tragedy to see the. I just unfortunately fall in the the five sixth camp. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, I'm, and I've really I'm worked hard. In. I've I've expended more mental effort
0: trying to like it.
1: Emails <laughs> and phone calls and talking with people and seeing them in person and sitting in them and mm-hmm. trying and trying and trying, mm-hmm. but I just can't do it. Yeah. And the more these designs come out for me, it's just killing it. It's yeah. like, here's it's like that meme knife. of like
0: every day we stray further from the light. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah, It's like another <laughs> knife in the chest. And I'm like, um, I just for those amount for that amount of money I can't do it anymore, yeah. Um, And that really sucks. It really sucks for me because I um, really you know grew passionate about the brand, yeah. And I get you know you look back at you know Chris Bangle and people were obviously they were kind of doing the same shenanigans back then. They weren't. Doesn't seem seem as egregious, but maybe they were. Yeah. Um, and it uh, certainly
0: shocked me at the time. Just like this is. But I, you know, the the real shame <clears throat> to me, I'm I'm not as, I love BMW. I, I didn't have as much of a connection with BMW as you did growing up. I the E thirty six M three was kind of always my like affordable dream car. So I, I did really like the brand. But mm-hmm. the shame to me is that this, you know, kind of coinciding with when these leaks came out, uh, the the boss of of uh, the CEO of BMW's M division. Uh, confirm that this M2 generation is going to be the last M car to use a pure internal combustion engine. So, from here on out, M2, M3, M4, after this generation, they're all going to be at least hybrids. And so, you know, and this, this, the M2 is going to come with a six-speed manual option. So, like, this is on paper one of the last enthusiast centered cars. And then, It looks like freaking Quasimodo.
1: Like, it just is yeah, so and sad. So, and so many companies have delivered as these kind of last gasps. They've delivered yeah. well. Things um, like the
0: Blackwing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's like here, powertrain, um, you know, manual, all the things we want, good sports mm-hmm. suspension. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the design that's like, why did you need to do that? Like, yeah, I don't know. Could I think you know, ultimately? You own it? Yeah,
0: I think ultimately every M2C current M2CS owner saw this and was like, "Thank God I bought the one."
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's the thing, you know. Like the the truth is, <clears throat> maybe if you go to a a BMW car show, but if you go to any other kind of generic car show you're going to be taking some shit Um, and that's probably going to get old. It's probably going to get old and kind of irritating and uh, Mm -hmm. you you know, you've put a lot of money into it and uh, that's just unfortunate. You know, it'd be nice if five out of six people thought the design looked good. Right. And I I don't know. I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they end up selling more because they're clamoring for such a small niche of people that really are looking for individualism and they want a car that's super quirky as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just their flavor. And so maybe they are moving more product because of that. I
0: I don't know. I I don't know. If That's their strategy. They should, they should talk to the, uh, to the, uh, you know, people that used to work at Saab and ask how quirky worked out for them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that's about all we have time for this week. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back, obviously, in a couple of weeks. weeks. Uh, we're we're going to get some F1 racing uh, back again as well. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that. But until then, be sure to check us out on um, uh, Instagram at the BlogFel podcast. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe to us, um, rate us on iTunes, Podbean, et cetera. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Thanks.